I turned the volume <laughs> down on my earpiece. I don't know what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Elder Speak, episode 24, the official podcast of Elder-Geek.com. With me this week is Mats Polska. Say hello, Mats. Hey. And Christy Barber. Say hi, Christy. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, This week we're going to actually just go right into the news. Um, Coming out of, well, this week was TGS, but not all the news this week is actually going to be coming out of TGS. But uh, some of the bigger news spots this week... Uh, Sony is offering free games to European PSP Go upgraders. Um, yeah. Which, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, it should also be mentioned in the same topic that, uh, they will not, in fact, uh, um, see a UMD conversion program. So we won't, uh, get to, you know, if anyone had a, normal PSP or PSP 2000 or 3000, they won't get to, you know, convert the UMDs they had into downloadable files, which there was some talking about uh, at the start of the PSP Go announcement. Uh, But Europeans, at least, will get three free games uh, if they upgrade, so I guess that's good. Yeah, that's kind of good, but it almost... To me, it seems as though they should have just gone full bore and made the next PSP, you know, the PSP Go, the next actual full PSP, you know, and not, yeah. not the same hardware, almost. Um, it's it's almost like a huge tease. It's they're they're saying it's the same console, but it's not going to be able to play a lot of the same games. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Thank oh, well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on uh, further in Sony news, the PS3 Sim Slim, the PS3 Slim sells one million units, um, and there are going to be new bundles coming out. Need for Speed Shift, FIFA 10, and Final Fantasy 13 are all on their way. Um, and I should mention, yeah, that's pretty huge. I should mention though that uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen is so far only um, confirmed for Japan. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know why I'm I'm sounding disappointed there. I already have a PS3, so. <laughs> but you know what? I think I think that's big though because there's a lot of people that Final Fantasies are are oftentimes the games that people wait for to come out to buy platforms. Yep. You know. Mm. I didn't buy a PS2. I didn't buy a PS2 until Final Fantasy X came out. Hmm. I didn't buy a PS anything ever. So. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping to save up for a PS3, but that's only because I really want to play Metal Gear Solid 4, even though I've heard that it's like a movie. I still played the first three games. I really want to play the fourth one. I've been saving up my money to get one. You know so. what you should do, Christy? This is this is my recommendation for you. Oh. <laughs> Am I still going to echo? No. 
It's good. Yeah, well, anyway, I'll do it over again. You know what you should do, Christy, and I'm actually being 100% serious about this. Go to go to Best Buy and um, we'll first borrow a copy of Metal Gear Solid off of a friend. Don't don't buy it. Don't, you know, rent it or anything, but borrow a copy off of, of a friend and uh, then go to Best Buy and then buy a PS3 Slim and uh, play Metal Gear. Make sure you keep your PS3 in good condition and then return the PS3. You'll get your money back. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Uh, I'd also say, though, that um, Metal Gear is definitely a game worth playing. If not once, then three, four times, because it's just awesome. Um, It is kind of a movie, yes, it is. Uh, I mean, there are very long cutscenes in it, but they're so good that you don't really mind. um, In my opinion, at least. Yeah, I I like, you know, I don't... You didn't like it, or you did like it? I thought it was. I thought it was good. I thought it was worth renting. I I wouldn't put a worth buying tag on it. I'd say worth renting for sure. Hmm. Well, I would probably go ahead and buy it anyways. I mean, with Nate um, having almost every game system available to man, you know, it's yeah. been long overdue that we get a PS3. So. Yep. I mean, there's there are a lot of um, games coming out that I'm at least in. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you'll probably have at least a couple games that you can play with it. No, I mean, there there are definitely a lot of good games for the PS3, so I wouldn't say that that shouldn't, shouldn't, you know, hinder you on buying it. Um, Of course, it it depends on what kind of games you like, but I I think it's pretty safe to say now, Randy, right, that it has all the kind of games that you'd want, maybe not as much as the 360, but still. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it definitely does. It definitely does. Um, it, it's. I think after this year, the PS3 is probably probably going to be the the console to kind of own. You know, it. it, it I think after this year, um, non console owners will probably go to the PS3 first after they go to the Wii. Yeah, and I mean, um, this isn't because you're a girl. Um, it's more because you're a Nintendo fan. I think you'll really love um, Little Big Planet. Yeah, I've heard that it's a good game. I haven't really like. I've never really sworn loyalty to to Sony. There there are only a few games that I've ever played on PS2. Um, but you know, most of the time I end up going with it. You know, an Xbox game or a a Wii game. You know, I have both of them set up in my room and I like play them fairly regularly. But Nate has a PS2, so I don't hardly ever get to play it. Hmm. <laughs> you should get him on him about that. You guys need to go get your PS3. Do you have a 360 at least yet? Yeah, I do have a 360. Oh, okay. I use Wait. that like every day. All oh. three of us have 360s right now. Yeah. Why are we here? We should go play. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we should be all playing Castle Crashers right now instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have Castle uh, Crashers okay. at least, Christy? No, I don't. You need I, usually, I mean, I mostly use it, um, I'm going to be honest with you, I mostly use it for movies. Nate and I um, watch, since he lives all the way in Washington, we watch a, a movie together every weekend. That's like our date. Um, uh, and so I always watch them on the Xbox. Cause so then, I can it's, download. then it's even easier to recommend the PS3 for you if you like yeah, watching movies because, you know, you, if you have a HD TV and a good sound system, then that's basically the best solution. No, but you're yeah. you're you guys are both downloading movies. That's what you're saying, though, right? Yeah. 
They're they're are you Netflixing them or are you like doing it from their? You can only Netflix through through Xbox, right? No, they have uh, views set up through there. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Okay, moving on. Back to the yep. news. Um, Borderlands, Assassin's Creed 2 have both been pushed back until Q1 of 2010. Assassin's Creed 2 on PC, that is. Um, uh, actually, both on PC. Uh, both the PC yeah. versions. And Borderlands has only been pushed back a week, I think. But Assassin's Creed 2 on PC has been pushed down until Q1 2010. I'm not surprised. Um because the the first time around when Assassin's Creed was coming out, uh, they were saying PS3, 360, and PC, and they were giving it all the same release date. And at the time, I didn't own any of the next, you know, the current gen consoles, I should say. Um, and I was really waiting for it to come out on PC. And uh, you know, they kept pushing it back and pushing it back and pushing it back. And so, and when they finally released it, they even had an upgraded, you know, director's cut version. So yeah, but originally it was. I, I remember it very clearly. All three of them were supposed to be released in September of that year, yep. and then I think they all released either in late October or late November. Or November, but the PC version got pushed back until April. Um, and so actually, that that Christmas season, my my wife got me a PS3 just so I could play Assassin's Creed. I wanted <laughs> to play that game bad. <laughs> cool. She's a good wife. Yeah. Um, but so I mean, I'm, not, I'm really not surprised. I, where, that where's Creed where's the logic in this, though? Are, I mean, aren't basically all games developed on PC? You would think so. Uh, I think that they just. I think that the the. I think I don't know. I'm not an expert on this, but I think that the the development integration is done so closely with the you know with the actual hardware with the 360 and with the PS3 that in the end it almost doesn't at all work on a PC alone. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I guess you have to bring in, the, you know, the different processors and uh, screen, graphics cards yeah. and all that stuff. So. Yep. Yep. And the mouse and keyboard, and then you have to change your interface, and. Yeah. You know. Hmm. So that's sad. Borderlands, on the other hand, um, I'll probably wait that week and get on the PC instead. Yeah, probably. It looks like the kind of game that would work better on a PC. Yeah. Just because it's yeah. first person and it, you have a lot of menus to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so, uh, God of War Collection is going to include the demo for God of War 3. Uh, for everybody that doesn't know out there, the God of War Collection is actually the reskinning of God of War 1 and 2 um, into HD graphics for the PS3. That's kind of cool. That alone right there is probably a reason enough to buy a, a PS3, Christy. <laughs> yeah. Those are pretty good games. You know, that's it. We played. Uh, we played through the first two. I think it was. He uh, bought. He actually, as soon as he got his PS2, went out and bought the two games and the Metal Gear Solid games. And I just like the whole memory I have of the experience is, you know, I was at his house and I would go down, and be helping his mom make dinner or whatever, and there'd just be like sounds of death and destruction ringing through the house as he's playing the game. <laughs> it was just so funny, you know. It was, you know, we're like cooking dinner and there's people like screaming and paying now. His mom's like, "What are you playing?" He's like, "A game, mom." <laughs> Mario. <laughs> Duh. <Yeah. laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Netflix CEO actually wants services on all platforms, which is incredibly cool. 
Um, so, I mean, having that on the Wii alone is going to be a huge, huge, huge seller for Netflix, I think. Yep. For sure. You know, well, I, I don't even think... Well, I don't even think the Wii right now can play DVDs, can it? Um, no, no, chance. Yeah, that's going to be huge for the Wii. Huge. They've, they've had talk about it. I mean, nothing official, but there have been, you know, talk among other, like, official people and big companies that have been talking about, like, the, the second Wii being HD or whatever and definitely having DVD capability. Because... It was, like you're saying, it would be huge. So many casual gamers and, like, families have it. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't be like, hey, if I can get Netflix on this, let's yeah. do it, you know? Right. Yeah, I don't see I don't see them doing DVD, though. I think they'll just jump to Blu-ray. Hopefully the Blu-ray know. players will be cheaper by then so that it, it won't be an arm and a leg for somebody to buy a Wii HD. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's Well, there will be. The... Go ahead. You know the standalone Blu-ray players are already down to like 150, so that's awesome. I think it's I think it's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah but especially I mean, uh, by especially by the time that it comes out, you know, I mean, it, they're catching on. Blu-ray is catching on, so I mean, it's going to become more and more necessary to have it. I think. Yeah, I don't think they can get away with not having it if 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 they're going to release it in 2011 or later. So, right. I mean, everybody's saying that, you know, Blu-ray isn't going to be as huge as it is because, you know, digital download services are going to be what's really going to be the new big, you know, thing. But um, until until true uh, high-speed Internet connections are available across, you know, kind of the U.S. and, and the rest of the developed world, uh, that's that's not going to be the case. You know, people are still going to have to rely on the old brick-and-mortar uh, sales. Seriously, I read an article in Edge recently, the, um, the European gaming magazine. Yeah. And uh, in Europe, um, downloadable sales account for in the game market account for 11%. That's big. I would hope for bigger, but that's pretty big. Yeah, that's pretty substantial though. But I mean, everything else is retail, packaged goods. That's crazy. So I mean, we're we're pretty far away still. Yeah. I don't think it's going away going away and anytime soon. No. <clears throat> Nope. Um, yep. Rumor, THQ buyout. Uh, Mox, yep. do, you want, do you want to elaborate on that one? Actually, I actually have not heard about this rumor myself. See, you kind of put me on the spot right now because uh, I just gathered a bunch of, uh, of topics uh, from our news page. I didn't actually get the time to read the topic, I'm afraid uh, to say. It's okay, it's okay. But it, looks like it's but I'll, I'll find trying, it. it looks like EA is trying to buy out THQ. Yeah. Uh, um, that's crazy. I I hope not. I really hope that doesn't come to fruition. Or I hope by the time everybody hears that, that that hasn't come to fruition. I mean, I know the yeah. uh, the the market's kind of bad and everything like that, but I don't want a company like EA swallowing up yet another you know good game company out there. Well, I, I think you're you know exaggerating when you're saying good uh, in terms of THQ. Uh, uh, they aren't. I, I, when I mean good, I mean they they turn a profit. They actually put out games, and um, they're not a fly by night operation. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm against um, you know everyone under one banner. I think that's a bad idea in the, in the game uh, industry, just because of competition breeds um, quality. But um, I think THQ is going to be bought out um, sooner or later, if not by EA, then by someone else. So, yeah, it's bound to happen. 
Yeah, that's sad. Christy, yeah. are you sad? I'm sad. I like the blob. <laughs> that was THQ. I did a blob mm. review. Yeah, it was I good. <laughs> yeah. See, THQ There's the guys make behind... all crap. They make Saints Row and UFC. That's the big games they're doing. Other than that, they do pretty much all movie and games and stuff like that. Licensed yeah. product. Yeah. Well, people so. buy that stuff. I mean, whether or not they're like critically acclaimed, or even if like the the fans that speak out about those games, people still buy them because fans of movies, you know, aren't necessarily the same people as fans of games. And uh, a fan that'll go out and watch, um, I don't know, King Kong and love the movie is going to go out and buy the game just because they love the movie. Yeah. True. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, moving on. Uh, there is a new Xbox 360 Wi-Fi adapter in the works. Hooray! Yay! I'm just glad the other one would probably be cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> just because of that. Yeah. Yeah. I actually I don't have a Wi-Fi adapter because they're so expensive. We like we share <laughs> with Nate's roommate <laughs> during the summer. <laughs> we just take his. You know, while he was sleeping, and then put it back before he woke up. <laughs> cool. That's My pretty funny. I, I I don't have a Wi-Fi adapter either for my 360. Actually, what I have is this uh, this thing that Patrick actually gave me. It's a um, it's a Wi-Fi extender or or a or a wire or a, a cable extender. It's it's made by Logitech, and basically it it has two plug-in um, things, and it, it just transmits the, the 2.4 gigahertz signal from one one box to the other. So it kind of cheats. You know, it's not a Wi-Fi adapter, but you could use anything. You could plug any device into it, and it would work. That's so good. it's a Wi-Fi adapter. Uh, well, is it wireless? It's wireless. It's wireless. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's a Wi-Fi adapter. <laughs> yeah, but not specifically for... P- it's not specifically for Xbox 360. You could plug in no, a PC. No. You could plug in a... Um, a uh, a Mac or whatever you want into it, and it would work just fine. But so yeah, that's that. Yeah, when I bought my 360, I bought all of that stuff used. So I bought the extra large hard drive, and because I bought an arcade machine, and then I bought the hardware later and all that stuff. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the Wi-Fi adapter up here, it's um, it's 700 kroner, which translates to uh, a million dollars over here. Yeah, uh, I know, uh, 120 dollars or something. That's insane. So. Yeah. Yeah, so here, it, yeah, they're, here it's they're quite expensive too. I think there's seventy or something there. Uh Direct. let's see. Amazon is about to tell me. Here they're seventy seven. Uh and that's right. on that's on sale. Brand new, <laughs> it's a hundred dollars. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Wow. For for something that costs them maybe five bucks to, to produce. Yeah. Whew, that's yeah. a lot of money. Okay, so good. Uh, there's going to be another Wi-Fi adapter coming out. Hope that bring, hopefully that brings down the price of uh, you know uh, the Wi-Fi adapters, and hopefully that means more people are playing games online. Uh, yep. Moving on, White, Cro- White Knight Chronicles 2 has actually been confirmed, which is which awesome. Which is weird. Yeah, because we and haven't weird. seen White Knight Chronicles 1 yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're in this game to kick so much ass that they are ready to make the second one without any sales figures to like back it up at all. Who is actually uh, publishing it? Is it Sony or is it, or is it Sega? Or um, I think Sony is publishing it, yeah, but I don't know if they're producing it. So they must have seen some serious quality in order to 
put down the money for the next one already. Yeah, it's an SCEA game for sure. Whoa. I'm gonna be quiet now. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, yeah, it's gone. All right. Awesome. Okay. White Knight Keep Chronicles going. is definitely it's definitely being uh, produced by uh, or published by Sony. I can't find the producer or the uh, the publisher. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sony is going to be Sony is is uh, funding the damn thing, but they're not producing the damn thing. So uh, moving on, they're not creating the game. Uh, Yakuza Three is actually going to be localized for the U.S. and Yakuza Four has been announced, which is nice. Hooray for RPG gaming! But apparently not for Europe for Yakuza Three. From what uh, I from what I heard, so they could always import the U.S. edition. Well, yeah, English speaking countries anyway. Yeah. Actually, you know, most of the time when they most of the time when they make a game for the US it, it has like the Spanish and French for it anyway, so most of the time. That's true. True, but you still need German. Who cares about the Germans? They tried to take over the world twice. They're they're the largest game market in Europe. <laughs> Are they really? I take yeah. that back. We love you, Germany. So much. <laughs> We actually have a guys, a couple of guys on staff who spent a lot of time in Germany. Never leave Elliot Germany. Ward. Never leave. I went to we Germany. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick loves it too. So you know what? Don't listen to the dickhead editor over here. Yeah. <laughs> Germany for the win. <laughs> there goes, there goes half our fucking viewers because of me. Yeah, but please don't kill us. <laughs> sorry, sorry, that was bad. Please don't take over the world again. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, I mean, it's cool that Yakuza is actually, or Yakuza is going to be coming around. I'm kind of excited about it. That's that's pretty damn cool shit. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, was, I was actually going to wrap it up and go into our TGS impressions. What we all yeah, thought. Yeah, sure. Well, what did you go think? For it. Christy, what did you think of TGS? Tell us. Um, Faster. Overall, you know, I went to the, the TGS site when I was trying to get ready for today. Um, I just, I saw that their, one of their main goals for this TGS is um, new and light gamers. And I've got to tell you, I was a little pissed, but <laughs> that's <laughs> only because, like, it's always all about the new gamers because I'm a Nintendo fan. So they're always like, yay, new gamers, you know. And they put out all this stuff. It's like a bunch of mini game game collection kind of stuff. And so I was kind of, you know, a little bit peeved about that, I guess, you know. But then again, it is the market that they're trying to go for a lot of the time. You want to get new people to come in. So I can understand where they're coming from. Well, that was um, also the focus of uh, E3 this year, wasn't it? Uh, they were trying to focus more towards the well, casual this year. No, I, I'd say they were t- trying to focus more towards towards the casual last year. I think they oh, did a pretty oh, good oh. job this year. I mean, they this did. year they had, yeah, they had a lot of cool hardcore games. I mean, Nintendo Especially. basically threw up franchises all over everybody. They're like mm. Mario, Metroid, Link. You know, they're like, they were like, oh yeah, we have you know dedicated people. And mm. I mean, PS3 alone, they had how many games that they announced that that Lots. aren't necessarily a casual level. I mean, even though they did the motion control, which might maybe possibly go casual, they also 
they had a lot of stuff that was for more experienced. Well, when you're talking about Sony, I think what they did smart or maybe stupid, I don't know, about the uh, motion control is that they showed it off, but they showed it off with traditionally hardcore games. So, you know, shooting, shooting and RTS games and, yeah. you know, storage fighting and all that stuff. That's that's something that everyone can like, especially the hardcore. So I think yeah. that was a good idea. But back to TDR, TGS. <laughs> um, I also, there was a game that they were showing at their Sense of Wonder Night. It's called Shadow Physics. I was super excited about that, I have to say. I'm a physicist, so I like swear allegiance to any game that says physics in the title or claims <laughs> to be good at physics, you know. I mean, as soon as I play the game, if the physics isn't good, I throw it under the bus. But, you know, <laughs> at least at the beginning, I'm always like, yay, physics. <laughs> and uh, if you don't know what the game is, which most people will not, <laughs> it's a game where your character that you're controlling is in, like, He's actually a shadow. I don't want to say shadow realm because that conjures up all kinds of ultra-dimensional kind of stuff. He's a shadow, and he interacts with the real world and the shadow world. And so he can't move across, like it's a 2D platformer game. He can't move across to get to his goal, which is like a star at this point, unless there's like shadows to get him there. And so you have to like move real world objects or change the light source position in order to complete the level. I think that it'll be really cool. They had a lot of good ideas. Um, so, so is this for Wii or DS or? Well, the demo was on PC. I haven't heard a lot. I literally, I spent about an hour trying to find out information about this and the trailer that they have up on um, Tokyo Game Show's website for the preview is the only video on the internet. I can't find the um, producer's website anywhere. I can't find the director's wow. website wow. anywhere. I mean, they're like unheard of. So, hmm. yeah. Cool. Um, so, I mean, how did it look? Did it have HD graphics or was it, you know, well, was the it video- graphically intensive? The yeah. video kind of is, it's a handheld camera, and the guy's looking over his shoulder as he plays it on his laptop. So, oh, okay. um, um, it's on, I think it's on a Mac, I'm not sure, I couldn't really tell, because I only saw, like, part of the screen, like, twice, that wasn't, like, the actual graphics part. Um, the graphics right now don't look, like, super high-end. It looks like... If you were in a white room and then there were like shelves on it and then there's a light, I mean it, it doesn't look very um, high tech, very HD graphics, anything. It looks very simple. But when the video was taken, I think it was back in April, and they hadn't implemented a lot of the stuff they were talking about, so it was still very early. They were talking about one or two years before they even thought about it coming out. So yeah, but you know what? That's that should be fine though, because if you guys remember when uh, Portal was first coming out. But, you know, when, when Valve was showing pictures of that, it just looked terrible. Like, the, the graphics were actually even a step back from Half-Life 2, and they were just showing you shooting a hole in a wall, avoiding, like, some spikes, and that was about it. And then they did the rest of the demo through, like, actually 2D animation. Um, but that was kind of enough to, to sell people on the concept, that it was that it was definitely a, a worthy concept. So, who knows? It sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah, well, mm. and the graphics for Portal were crappy because it was a DigiPen game. I mean, right. there was 
the DigiPen student senior project. And so um, most DigiPen games don't have really high quality graphics because the art department and the programming department don't necessarily coordinate a whole lot until junior level. And even then, they don't spend so much time on the graphics. Um, So, I mean, it was a student project, and then Valve was like, this looks good. So they probably just wanted to make it, like, clean Mm. it up just a little bit, but without changing too much. They didn't know what direction they were taking it. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, mean, uh, it's building on the Steam engine, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the greatest engine in the world, graphically-wise. It's it's kind of outdated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I mean, I, I think it looked good enough uh, to get the job done, at least. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. It was good enough to get the job yeah. done. And, and I think, you know, if, if Christie's impressions are, are right about uh, about this Shadow Physics game, it probably it's probably going to turn out okay if it gets a decent, uh, a decent enough, uh, you know, publisher to bankroll them into, you know, making a good game. Yeah, yeah, I just don't want it to turn into to a kind of Lost Winds kind of game, where yeah. I was really excited about it at first, but then when it came out, it was just kind of meh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. What about you, Mats? What were your, your overall impressions of TGS this year? Um, I actually watched a few videos of the show floor and stuff, and um, I mean, it looks like TGS. Uh, I don't think it's really evolved, but then again, I think it's pretty perfect for its audience anyway, so I don't think it needs to. Right. Um, in terms of news, I was a little disappointed. Uh, we got a lot of got a lot of news this week, but it seems like most of it weren't from TGS specifically. Um, but I could, I mean, you could argue that that news wouldn't have released if it weren't for TGS happening at the same time. So yeah. um, I guess that's okay. Um, I don't. Know, I, I'm not a fan of of foreign uh, speaking trade shows. Uh, in general, just because I, I want the presentations and all that stuff to be done in English, so that most of the world can understand it and and can it can be published to you know us. Um, but um, it's a it's good for the audience and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. No, I think I I understand that. I think I'm kind of uh, opposite of that though. I, TGS is one of those shows that I kind of really really want to go to before I die, kind of thing. Um, <laughs> it's it's like a gaming mecca, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't speak a word of Japanese. I think I could maybe count to four in Japanese, but uh, ooh. Ooh. can I go again? Hello? Yep. Oh, score. Uh, so I can, you know, I could probably maybe count to four in Japanese, but that's about it. Um, but it's still just one of those things I want to do. I want to be able to, you know, uh, experience downtown Tokyo and just be an absolute total geek in, like, the geek mecca of geek la. <laughs> no, I, I think I totally agree with that part. Yeah. Um, I'm actually trying to learn Japanese uh, right now, or I did a few months ago, and then I stopped, and then now I'm thinking I should start again. But um, so it, it's not necessarily, but but it's it's. I think it'd be different if you were there in person. But as a spectator, I really prefer you know the E3 or the Gamescom because mm-hmm. you know at least they talk a bit in English there, and um, <laughs> and you know GDC and all that stuff. So, but in terms of a place I'd want to go. Yeah. Yeah, definitely TGS the most because that's the place that you know, everyone's so um enthusiastically involved in everything. You have all the cosplayers and all the, you know, it's just so much more alive, I think. Um yeah. But in terms of a show to to report on, to to get news from and all that stuff, it's a pain. Yeah. I yeah. that it's so close to um gosh, here we are only in in September and I'm saying it's too close to the holidays, but 
it is like in order mm. to get to get the entire like you know geek world and you know excited about these games enough for for them to start planning mentally what they're going to be buying and playing in the holiday season it's best for publishers and stuff to tell you know the world about them in the summertime you know mm. yeah so big news i think i think honestly the last of the big news that most games get um in a in a huge bundle is going to be coming from e3 you know, the rest of it, you know, is going to come out nickel and dime through the rest, the rest of the year through the individual PR companies. But, you know, game shows like game shows like uh, uh, TGS and, and uh, Penny Arcade, um, they're they seem like they're totally awesome to go to. But, you know, companies are aren't going to be pushing out their they're, big, big news there. They're for the fans. They're for the con- consumers. Yeah. is what I'm gathering, especially Penny Arcade, of course. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with that. I just, no. I, I wish, I wish companies would um, sort of focus more on one particular thing. Uh, it would have been nice, for example, if Sony kicked ass on in E3 and just did everything they had planned for the year in E3, on E3, and then just sort of had a presence at Gamescom, um, rather than you know splitting it up. Because I think they could have uh, gotten a lot more attention if they did that. Yeah. I mean, mm. personally, I was a little... I, I don't want to say I was disappointed by TGS overall. I personally was kind of hoping for some, you know, uh, announcements to come from Nintendo. Um, but but nothing really kind of came, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, but I, I got to admit, I wasn't, I wasn't like, glued to, to the internet, and I wasn't glued to the television or anything during, during the week. I was kind of swamped at work, but... I wanted something to come from Nintendo. I, you know, I, th- I think now would have been the perfect time for them to sucker punch everybody and be like, "Oh yeah, by the way, this Christmas the next Zelda is going to be out." You know, <laughs> surprise! Actually, I would have died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I, I would too. You know what would have happened? That moment, my screen, the desktop uh, picture on my on my computer would have become like a Zelda picture, and I've been totally psyched for the next one to come out. That's what it would mm. happen. <laughs> my picture already is Zelda, and I already am psyched. <laughs> Everything on my computer is seriously Zelda right now. It's not even funny. (laughs) And I don't even have a, like, a hope. I don't have an expectation of when it will be. I just know. You're just going to have it there for 10 years. I know. I'm probably (laughs) going to die before it happens. (laughs) Yeah. Does anyone know what the previous Zelda sold? I don't. If it's. I have no idea. Wikipedia to the rescue! Yay. This site is brought to you by Wikipedia, where we don't yep. know shit, but we look it up real fast on them internets. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. right now, we're actually trying to to um, to delay so that Randy can look it up and not be silent. And spell Wikipedia correctly. Yeah. Hey, what was the last <laughs> thing called? Twilight, Twilight Kerjigger? Yeah. Twilight Princess. <laughs> Twilight Princess. All right, here we go. Twilight Princess. All right, keep talking while I try to find sales numbers here. All right, Christy. Um, how are you enjoying your work at ElderGeek.com? <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah, I have to research geeky things so I can write stuff, and then people are like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm researching for an article. And they're like, why are you researching that? It doesn't seem like you should write an article on that. I'm like, but if you write for a video game website, then you can write anything that you want, even though, you know, it's not something you would normally see an article about. (laughs) 
If you so, write for a video game uh, website, you can even write about sandwiches. And it's true. Yeah, and, and they that's don't just... have to be normal sandwiches. They can be like adventurous, like cutting yeah. sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Made especially actually, for beating up bad guys. Yeah, I actually read that, and I was like on the floor laughing. Like it was such a funny article. I really liked it. Everyone yeah. should read it. <laughs> Geek snacks. Um, Haunted You Sandwich, I think it's called. Yeah, um, it should be on the feature list on the front page. Um, yeah. Rounder, all right, all right. It. The best I could find was about two million. Is that for right. one I mean, system, or is that for both? Because uh, it was on Cube and Wii. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably just assuming Wii. Let's just go yeah, with let's, two million. <laughs> yeah, let's just say that. Um is that good enough, do you think, for, for Wii? Um, for Wii, I would say, yeah. And considering, I, I'm sure they probably turned a, a profit because they didn't do much advertising on it unless they spent a lot of cash in development. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming that that was probably a big enough profit. Yeah, so they'll do a sequel then, most likely. Yeah. Especially now that the Wii is just so much bigger than it was back then. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was I think the we game. Can, yeah. That was the game that people could see that you could use the Wii remote as a sword and the thing as a shield, and that was that was the game that everybody wanted to use the Wii remote and control and the and the Wii nunchuck. Um, yeah, and, that, and that's the game that that convinced me that I didn't want to do that, so I bought the GameCube version instead. Really? Just because <laughs> I, yeah, just because I didn't want to swing a sword for ten hours. <laughs> We have two so. copies of each version. We have two GameCube and two Twilight Princess, because I have one and then Nate has one. We're ridiculously nerdy. It's yeah, bad. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I, it was actually no, it, the first. It was the first Zelda game. I felt okay that I had a crush on on uh, Zelda or on Link, and I didn't have a crush on Zelda. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> That would be okay too, you know. <laughs> but it's still, like, I'm thinking about Wind Waker, and he's like a little boy. Creepy. No, uh, yeah, oh, that's I, why I, I didn't feel guilty in Twilight Princess because he had his shirt off in several scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I loved uh, Wind Waker uh, back when it came out. I just I, I thought it was brilliant. But then when I tried to go back to it a few months ago, actually. Uh, me and a friend tried to go back to it, and we just couldn't get past the, you know, while you're on the, the starting island because it's just so childish. Um, <laughs> and and I mean, yeah, Zelda is usually that way, but it's sickening almost the way the little girl or your sister, you know, you know, makes the weird noises and all that stuff, and it's just, it's really hard to stomach now for some you're reason. Such a so hater, I hope they're bots. You're such a hater. Dude, I love Twilight Princess. That... <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time, dude. It's, yeah. It's like the style of the game. I mean, it's... You I know, like the art style. With uh, um, Phantom Hourglass, you know, I know that it was really different from other games, but the humor from, like, the... I don't even know if you could call it body language in a game or in Zelda, but I mean, just like the background stuff and the way that the characters acted were funny, because Link is usually, like, he's really serious, and he doesn't ever say anything, and they actually had, 
like more emotion than just shock and grunting from him, you know? <laughs> yeah, all right, I can buy that. I can buy that. Yep. So that's um, our overall impression, I guess, of TGS this year. We were all a little disappointed. We all wish we were there, and um, that's about it. Mm. Right? Yeah. Yep. Let's go into a real short question of the week, then. We've got some time left, I think. Um, yep. Topic this week is actually the super huge, gigantic games that are coming out this fall and winter that everybody is excited about, but for some reason, you just don't really give a shit about. Um, Mots, do you have any? Um, I have a few. Um, for example, I am not very excited about... Um, well, I mean, a recent title that just came out is is uh, Halo ODST, and uh, I don't know. I, I mean, sometimes I like playing Halo games, and I'm not supposed to be a Halo hater or anything, even though I might have said a few things in the past. But uh, <laughs> it just uh, beyond the fact that it's a Halo game, it's just so ordinary. I think it doesn't seem like they're doing anything new at all, or and I mean that's the problem with a lot of shooters this um, this generation. It just seems that Halo is the one that has the most hype behind it. So I guess I'll mention that. Um, also, Need for Speed Shift, which just came out. Um, really, I, I think you're not we'll... excited about that? I I suck at and kind of hate. Well, I don't want to say I hate them. I suck at racing games so much that I avoid them. But I I saw the clips of that thing and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll play that. <laughs> yeah, to me it just it just doesn't compare. I mean, I like arcade racing games, and I like uh, for for one reason because they're arcade and they're just mindless fun. And then I like um, simulation racing games for one re- reason, and that's because they're simulations. And Need for Speed isn't either of them. It's not quite as good as Gra- as Gran Turismo, and it's not quite as good as Burnout, for example, or More Storm. So. It just falls somewhere in between that, and that specific in between is something I don't care about. So, cool. to me, that's just not very exciting. Um, also, Left for Dead, too. Um, yeah, I, can yeah. I don't know wha- what they were thinking when they announced it so early, but yeah, no thanks. Um, no, I, I agree with you on Left for Dead too, man. I'm not, I'm not feeling that one this year. Yeah. You know? Sorry, okay, sorry, Val. The first one. <laughs> well, this one's a ton of fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun, you know. I know Nick this tested is... it. He has a free copy of it waiting at Valve, and he hasn't gone and picked it up. But I never played it. Once he gets the free copy, then I'll play it. I promise. But <laughs> well, let's not confuse here. I mean, Left 4 Dead 2 is also probably going to be a ton of fun, but is it going to be worth upgrading? No, uh-uh. no, because it's just going to be more of the same and. Although that is good, that is not $60 good, nah. in my opinion. If, if the surprise was Left 4 Dead 2 is $25, I'll buy it. But <laughs> 30 yeah. and above, I'm probably not going to. I mean, knowing Valve, Valve actually releases once in a while fairly cheap-priced games, you know? Yeah. I guess if they if they release it for $30 and... Sorry, dollars. And they... Sorry. And they uh, gave me a... Innovate it in some sort of non-superficial way, then I'd think about it. Because I mean, as now, as of now, I I don't see anything new with the game. Yeah, you can shoot fire. You, that's about it. And there's a few new monsters and a few new melee melee, melee. weapons. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I like that's, melee. that's it. 
Yeah, I'm Norwegian. <laughs> Fuck I know, off. <laughs> I know, I get it, I get it. <laughs> I feel it. What about you, Christy? What what games are you uh what games are you hating on this this uh this holiday season? Um, it's not a big game, um, but it is for for geeks. I know specifically. Um, I've played pop and music in Seattle in the arcade. And the thing that makes poppin' music cool, if you guys don't know, it's kind of like DDR, meaning that there's music and then you have to hit buttons in sequence. But it's a nine board or a nine button board, and you like wow. have to you hit them with your hands and you know like you make chords with them. Like you'll have to hit more than one with one hand. Like it's ridiculously hard and. Like, I know people who've been playing it for years and who haven't gotten to the top level. That's how difficult this game is. And it's wow. so isn't, different. It's so different. the one? Huh? Sorry, go ahead. Well, it's so different than any of the other, like, music-based games. You know, usually something like DDR or, you know, Wii Music, where it's, I mean, it's cool, yes, but it's dancing or it's, you know, like, playing a fake guitar or singing in a fake microphone horribly, you know, this game is so much different, you know, and that's what made it good. And they just announced that it's coming out for the Wii, I think in October, and uh, they just announced that they're not doing the buttons. They're doing the Wii remote, moving it up, down, left, and right. I was like, are you, uh-huh. like, serious? Like, you just ruined the whole point of the game. You just ruined what makes pop and music pop and music. And so, mm. I feel that disappointed and I've never played this game before. I know. I just. It's going to be called set. Awkward Movements Music. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, ugh. I was so mad when I found that out because it was like a moment of joy when I saw it on the press release from Nintendo because I hadn't heard it was coming out for a week and Nintendo sent out the press release I was like yes it's coming out and I like looked it up online to see what you know if it was going to be bundled with it or you know like if you'd have to have like your you'd have to buy separately the button board you know or whatever and they said the motion controls or the Wii remote. I'm like, well, how's that going to work? And then I saw it was moving the Wii remote, and then I was even more upset. So in 15 minutes, I went from a high to the lowest depression possible. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've actually seen that game uh, on their arcades. Uh, I think I've seen it on a YouTube video of a Japanese guy just going totally nuts on it and beating everything. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I haven't, I haven't seen the videos on YouTube. I mean, we go to the arcade, and it's very obvious who's played the game and who hasn't, because oh. <laughs> it's, not, it's not an easy game, and it's not a game that, like, you know, like Elite Beat Agents, the song keeps going. Um, like, it sounds like the song, even if you're sucking at it. You know, this one, mm. your, your notes and your sound effects make the song what is the song. So if you don't know the song... Or if you haven't heard someone else play the song, then you're pretty much going based on, you know, when the button hits. It's a really hard game. It's really good. I mean, it's different. That's what makes it good, you know. It's so, It looked really good on the video. I, saw, I think I saw a guy playing a classical piece. I think maybe Beethoven. Yeah. And it was just insane. Uh, he was moving so quickly. It's just, yeah, it was insane. Um, but, yeah, that sounds good. 
Yeah. <laughs> bad. Yeah, it, it sounds so good, bad. but it sounds so terrible. Yeah. Ugh. No, yeah, the, the arcade version, but the You're Wii version. You're stripping yeah. it of its dignity. I'm just, I'm so <laughs> upset. I you can't even tell you how upset I am about it. <laughs> That's wow. How about you, Ron? Uh, me, I, I, I'm, I'm totally gonna get grilled for this. Uh, I, I'm not looking forward to Modern Warfare 2, um, at all. I, I just don't know why. <laughs> it, um... Have you... See, I was I was of the same opinion uh, until I saw some gameplay videos. Have you actually um, seen? Yeah, I have. And, and it's just... Honestly, I, I'm, I'm lost on Call of Duty, I think. I think Infinity Ward needs to move to greener fields. Um, I... It was it was so cool when they were first doing you know Call of Duty one, Call of Duty two, you know they were like they were these fantastic shooters and back then World War two shooters weren't over flooding the market and um, and there was kind of a, this sense of like wow I'm playing this game and some guy has actually done this shit in real life kind of thing and mm. that added to the game. Modern Warfare was a fun game, um, but it lost that whole you know kind of feeling to it and uh, I don't know so. And it added on like a whole layer of cheesiness that I, I didn't quite enjoy. Um, and so Modern Warfare 2, just off my radar. Um, yeah. I, I guess you have to look... I guess for me, it's it's all about the multiplayer. Yeah, See, I'm not a huge one, multiplayer fan like you guys are. Uh, neither am I, but that is the one shooter I'll actually play um, substantially on multiplayer, on online. Um, I mean, I tried to kill some too for a while, but I just I I can't seem to muster up the the uh, the enthusiasm to go back to it. But I never have a problem sitting down with some modern warfare. So gotcha, gotcha. Um, another game that I'm I'm not as excited about as I thought I was going to be is uh, Uncharted 2. Um, I thought I was going to be really jazzed about it. I'm definitely going to rent it for sure. Um, but I really wanted to buy it. I really wanted to go through the single player, and I wanted to play the co or the uh, the mo- uh, multiplayer. But uh, I-, I just watched a couple of videos and and a few interviews, and uh, and they said that it's five on five multiplayer. Five on five. I mean, what is this? That's the N sixty four? That's so small. Yeah, but do you care about the multiplayer on- in that game? I in mean, to game, me, that's like the feathers down on the list. In in that game, I kind of would want to play the multiplayer because there are like some pretty decent looking stealth adapt, you know, uh, you know, elements to that game, you know. True. Um, whereas, like, you know, most shooters, if you're trying to play any type of stealth class, you're either totally screwed or you're totally screwed. You know, like playing the, uh, you know, playing as a sniper in, in Modern Warfare, you're just own, you know. Are you kidding me? I own as a sniper. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Maybe I just yeah. suck. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the answer. <laughs> um, trying to think of the other big title this that that's coming out this holiday season that I'm not really excited about. Um, I think that's about it. I I do have a relatively, you know, high. I, I, there's a ton of games on my list that I I'm probably gonna end up buying. You know, I'm psyched about Alpha Protocol. About the- really psyched about Assassin's Creed too. How about Forza Motorsport 3? I yeah I, I suck at racing games so probably just gonna rent it. Mm. I was really psyched about that uh, until I saw some uh, actually the most recent gameplay videos they released. Uh, they made this whole big deal at E3 about the physics system, how awesome it was gonna be, and all that stuff. But to me, it kind of looks like 
the cars are just sort of floating on the on the surface of the asphalt. It yeah. just on the road. It just doesn't look like they're you know have the weight you need to build a decent physics system. Hmm. Uh, I'm sure the drive is is uh, fun and fine as it's always been in that series, but. Uh, I don't know. I I, I kind of lost a bit of the hype I had on that just just based on that one video. Hmm. So and that's actually the video they cho- chose to use as their intro for the game. So it's it's weird that they would would sell it that way. So one would think that that's the best they have to show, and and that just sort of turned me off. And that scared you a bit. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Well, there you have it. Those are our games that are. You know, highly hyped and really, uh, you know, high big releases this holiday season that we're not excited about. Yep. <laughs> Probably means that the three of us aren't going to be reviewing those games. Somebody else on the site's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's the 32 reasons why Modern Warfare 2 sucks by Randy Essenchak. Number one. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna be. <laughs> What if we did all of our reviews like that? We only let people review games if they hated them. <laughs> yeah, they have the most convinced site ever. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be what's the highest rated game this generation? Um, GTA, I guess. Yeah, GTA probably. Okay. Yeah, we we'd tell about the new one anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> Following reasons why GTA 4 sucks. The friend system is terrible. What's up with the stupid accent? The cars suck. What's up with why the does some mobs? Accent? Why does some mobs mobs get depressed when you don't call them back? Yeah. Why? <laughs> so true. Oh goodness! Oh, by the way, Krista, uh, if you're so into games with physics, how did you have you played the GTA? No, I don't. I don't do GTA games. I know it makes me a horrible person in the eyes of gamers, but I don't. I don't do GTA for better or for worse. You know, I'm not think- really big. I'm not really big on like car games. They usually end up pissing me off just because I'm a mm-hmm. physicist. You know, I'm usually <laughs> turning a corner and going, "This wouldn't happen. This wouldn't happen." See, see, that's the thing I have to tell you. I think uh, you'd be. Pleasantly, pleasantly surprised about the physics in this game, especially concerning the cars. So yeah, I think you should should try it. Yeah, you can't you can't oh, go yeah. flying down the street and then turn 90 degrees on on a dime. You know, it's the physics in it are really very realistic. Um, yeah. Especially when you're playing with <laughs> yeah. like a uh, with like a and an SUV, like SUVs roll over so easily. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, it's it's really funny because. I started a blog because someone in the physics department told me I was weird because I told them that when I was coming into school this morning, I was calculating the coefficient of friction. This is when it was snowing. You know, I was trying to think of what the coefficient of friction would be when I was going around a turn because I was late and I didn't want to crash. <laughs> so they told me I was weird. And I was like, oh, weird equals start a blog. So <laughs> I actually have a... A physics blog that's just about you know like what I think about every day. <laughs> so why I'm, aren't we I'm linking super... to your blog on our site? What's what's wrong with us? I don't know. <laughs> you still, I have two you still blogs. I have out? a game one. You know, you could link to the game one. Girl meets. I'm game. going. See, I'm going to put you on the spot right now on the podcast live and request a feature from you. I want a list of everything that is physically impossible in games that uh, that. Um, 
uh, you know, market themselves as realistic. <laughs> like all of them. All of them. I can tell you. I can tell you that every. I'll just put it out there. Any game that's set in space, I pretty much won't play it. You want to know why? There's always sound. Sound. There yeah, I was just spaceship. I was even in the Star Trek movie. I almost walked out of the theater when there was sound. I was like, "You said this movie was going to be physically accurate. I'm leaving." You know, I was, just, I was wait a second. Wait a second. Time out. Is it still possible for sound to exist in space, even though it's a vacuum and there is no atmosphere per se? But there are still particles in space that could transmit the sound waves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> Space is a vacuum, and even though there are particles, you know, out there, whether or not they exist has yet to be proven. Um, are you I, talking about the ones that uh, pass through all matter? Um, I'm talking about several, several ones. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just, it's really, it's really a pet peeve of mine as far as as, yeah, as far as stuff goes and. Space and physics. Actually, um, I was um, I was really hyped about the movie. Um, Which um, one, Star Trek? No, 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 uh, no. I'm not a geek. Not not that kind of geek. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> not a geek. <laughs> uh, what's the what, uh, the one where they were supposed to bomb the sun to to jumpstart it or anything? Oh yeah, sun. I remember that one. I uh, sun something. Sunshine. Uh, sunshine. 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 <laughs> they 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 marketed that movie as it as, as if it was supposed to be really realistic and really you know accurate. They had talked to physicists and astrophysicists and all that stuff. Uh, but when I saw it, I just found errors, error after error after error after error, and I was just. And I mean, yeah, it's a it's a movie that basically wraps up in in the supernatural and spiritual and all that stuff. So, but still, I, I mean. You had sound in space, first of all. Um, they were supposed to um, to protect themselves from the, you know, damaging rays of the sun with a huge shield. Uh, the only problem was they had a um, a revolving arm with some sort of um, communication equipment at the end, but that passed beyond the shield, so that would have naturally, you know, uh, combusted, but it didn't. So. Anyway, <laughs> and you just said you, before you went on that giant nerdly diatribe, you're like, I'm not a geek, but <laughs> no, dude, the this following things are wrong. That's no, no, not this makes me a nerd. Nerd are nerds are knowledgeable. Geeks are just uh, weird. <laughs> hey, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm gonna... tied with this. <laughs> I, I was. I was going to use that as, a, as this uh, this whole segment as a segue, real quick, before we do our signouts here. Uh, Christy, uh, Christy, how much does how much energy does it take to uh, blow up Alderaan? Well, wait, was it Al- was it Alderaan or was it the Moon of Yavin? It was Alderaan. It was Alderaan. Um, <laughs> the minimum amount of energy that it would take to destroy Alderaan, and by destroy. I'm not talking about the way it's done in the movie. I'm talking about physically taking a layer of the planet and removing it just at escape velocity. So it would be much less dramatic than it is in the movie. It would take 2.038 times 10 to the 32nd joules, which is 
about 12 days worth of the sun's energy, give or take a couple days. Um, and yeah, that's the minimum energy. Like that's talking if you wanted to slowly pull apart Alderaan, not like blow the crap out of it. I but, mean, but certainly I after even... with that amount of energy, everybody on the planet of Alderaan would die. Yeah. So how would you say the Empire managed to create this uh, this energy? Would you say antimatter, perhaps? Um, that would definitely be a possibility. I mean, okay, I read a blog about how much it would cost just to build the Death Star, and it was like fifteen septillion dollars, and that's assuming they had like <laughs> slaves build it. That's twenty four zeros after one, the fifteen. It's twenty four zeros. That's more money than I can like fathom. <laughs> yep. So if they have that much money, I'm pretty sure that they could like have put their own planet made out of energy in the center of de- the Death Star, and that could be like the source of all their power. Like, <laughs> you could have just had like every physicist been like, Darth Vader will choke you unless you create a source of energy to blow up Alderaan. And I'm pretty sure every physicist would have been like, as long as I get the Nobel Prize for it. You know, <laughs> there you have it. There you have it, everybody. We're we're gonna so have, let's, let's... we're gonna have that feature actually on our site. Everybody, everybody who hears it on tonight's show actually got to, to hear the answer early. But it's gonna be a feature. How much energy it takes to blow up Alderaan? <laughs> we should probably like sign out. It's what did you say? <laughs> well, good, good. It's That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Moss, do we want to pimp anything before we sign out and head out of here? Uh, yeah, the usual pimps. Uh, I'm not gonna go ahead and say that you're a lonely loser, uh, like I did last week. But you will um, happily imply it, you lonely losers. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna say it. That doesn't mean that you're not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, rate and review show, uh, by show I'm opposed. And, uh, by Christian, you audio here, so we can you know, stop doing this. Uh, Christy, hit mute, hit mute. <laughs> there we go. Uh, All right, just... It's <laughs> what is wrong? I don't think it's her equipment. I think it's maybe just our recording software. Hmm. Singling her out because, it, you know... Is it gone? I think it's gone. Come on back, Christy. It's gone. Okay, so go ahead, start all over again. What are you going to pimp this week, Mott? Um, not going to start all over again. Um, okay. So this is live, guys, seriously. Um, but yeah, uh, rate and review the podcast. Uh, join the YouTube channel. We're actually st- starting to ramp up the amount of video we're doing. So we're doing quite a lot of video reviews and some trailers for games and stuff like that. Some actually exclusive, um, as of now at least. Um and so yeah, that's important. Join and subscribe the, to the YouTube channel and keep an eye on that. Um, join our Facebook group. Uh, it's been kind of stagnant the past few weeks, and we'd really like to get some life in it because you know people use Facebook, believe it or not. Um, and Randy, can you think of anything else? Uh, no, I think that's about it. That's about yep. all. Yeah, that's it. Thanks everybody. Thanks everybody that's actually been commenting on the forums and commenting on the uh, on the articles. You guys have been great. Um, we're gonna have keep uh, up the good work. Yeah, keep up the good work. Uh, we're we're gonna have a ton of cool shit coming out actually this week too. So uh, keep coming back. Yay! Yay! All right, bye guys. Bye. See you guys later.